Seven for seven. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo, has baby. the football. Yeah. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? Prescott in the gun. Runs up the middle to the 30, to the 25 and slides. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one, did he spike it in time? Didn't get it spiked in time. They haven't said anything official. That's the end of the game. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> Cedars show a four-man defensive front. Trying to build a wall. Now they're going to throw it long. The Chiefs want Tyreek Hill. Over the shoulder. Touchdown, Kansas City. And Mahomes is on fire. The Steelers' season is over and with it, the career of the great Ben Roethlisberger. DJ's got it. Looking, looking. Finds Jalen open, layup, good, good! Jalen Hill lays it in, and we're tied with point two to go! Harkless into the front court with six, crossover with five. EJ back to the basket, step through, fires up a shot, short, ball game. EJ begging for a goal, it doesn't come, and TCU wins it in overtime. 59-58. The Cowboys playing their third road game in five days have beaten the number one ranked team in the AP poll on the road. It's never been done before. Iron privates for the Cowboys. What a victory. Unbelievable. 61-54 over the Baylor Bears. Like, is that a phrase? No. Iron privates for the Cowboys. Like, I well, I know heard, a lot I've of onions. I've heard of onions, right? And, uh, you know, uh, things I, I I've never heard that turn of phrase before. I think that's something he's been sitting on for a little while. That he came up with it. Ouch. <laughs> oh man. Uh oh. Sorry, I'm dealing with it. We've got a terrible issue at home. So what's the terrible issue? So. Goodness, I don't know. Um, Bronx got, he's wanted an aquarium for quite oh, some no. time now. And Grammy bought him an aquarium for Christmas. Grammy, what are you doing? Ten gallon tank, all the stuff to go <sighs> with it, all that. I did not know how difficult an aquarium was. Like, I thought we would put did the water she in it. Purchase this with your approval. We gave it permission because we knew how bad uh, he was wanting one. Man. So. 
But I didn't know like you had to like cycle the water and do all Sometimes this stuff. Sometimes you gotta say no. Yeah. You, 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 like it was a, a huge process. I thought you add the water, throw a little cave in there, and uh, you know the pump, and then you go. <laughs> so we go to the fish store to get his fish, and they're like, "Well, we need a water sample to make sure your tank has cycled and this yeah, and that, and it's ready to go." Fish. And I go. What? So we drove back across town, got water, and they're like, "Oh, your your tank's still cycling. You got about two or three more weeks to go, you know." And so they told us these things to do and these things to add to the water, and yeah. on and on and on. It became this big process. And so Friday, we take a water sample up there, and he's finally good to go. Gets to pick out his fish, and um, fish is he, dead. He picked out four. One seemed sick yesterday, and. Now we think it's Smalls, so he named uh, all of them after Sandlot characters. Smalls, Squints, there's a Hambino because he was a big fat one, and, and Benny. Uh, so Smalls was not doing well, and Smalls we thought was passing away last night. Well, they wake up this morning, and Smalls we believe has passed away, but he is gone. He's nowhere in He's the tank. Eaten. So we think we think Hambino has uh, eaten Smalls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting texts from my wife and Bronx at the top of that hour, and uh, not not a good situation at home right now. So oh oh uh, Smalls is gone. They cannot find Smalls. <laughs> I shouldn't Smalls be laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. Night. I know he's upset. He's heartbroken. Uh, Smalls was his favorite because he was small. So yeah, uh, was he a goldfish or was it some? No, kind of this was fish? a dwarf honey garami or something like that. So, Hang on, I'm this it's a tough this. situation. You can't just buy a goldfish. You got to go get some expensive fish or something like that. A dwarf honey garami? Well, it, it was like four bucks. I mean, I don't know that that was expensive, four or five bucks. <sighs> sounds, sounds expensive to me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. We're down to three. Uh, it's looking like it. It's looking like it, yeah. Yeah, all right, Terry, I'm gonna, I got bad news for you. Hambino's not going to be feeling good very long either. Well, if that's what happened, I don't I don't think well, he didn't, escaped. He didn't evaporate. <laughs> no. No. He didn't flop himself out of there and run away. That's not good, though, if Hambino's eating the other fish. Like, he's a different style uh-huh. of fish. He's a something, a molly or something. I don't know. So, well, that's oh, not man. good. Not good. <sighs> Got a devastated kid at home, so he's not handling it well. Sorry to hear that. I am sorry to hear that. Well, um, we had NFL playoffs over the weekend. We have uh, five of the six games have been played this weekend. Cards and Rams coming up tonight. Bengals beat the Raiders. Bills blew out the Patriots. Uh, the Buccaneers toyed with the Eagles. Nobody quit on Tampa mid-game. That's an improvement for them. 49ers beat the Cowboys on a game that they'll be talking about forever. And the Chiefs doubled up the Steelers last night. Really only two good playoff games so far this weekend. Bengals-Raiders game was exciting. 49ers-Cowboys was fun. Hopefully tonight's a good one. Kyler and the Cardinals in L.A. to take on the Rams tonight. How about Brad Sham yesterday, TJ, calling his 900th Cowboys game? 
uh, and 890 of those have been disappointing. So, um, <laughs> congratulations. How about Babe Laufenberg, the only one surprised in the uh, whole stadium or watching on television that was surprised when they said game over? Oh, well, that was quick. <laughs> It's so embarrassing being a Cowboy fan, man. I can't, uh, social media, you go on it, and that picture you sent me this morning and the other four or five are just everywhere. <sighs> I know it's fun to hate the Cowboys, and most of America does, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. You guys made yourself insufferable. I know. I know 90s. it's our own fault. I mean, you get after me for hating them thing, on them as much Jerry as I Jones do for my thing. own team. I like the I like the Cowboys. It's just really. You ever go down to a Cowboys game, TJ? You ever go? Oh to yeah, one? yeah. It's it's uh, you enter a different universe when you go down there. So. It can be scary. It can be uh, hilarious. It can be sad. I mean, it's it's quite a collection of characters. My Jerry last night standing up in the box and cheering, and I'm like, how many buttons are on that jacket? Jeez. It was a big jacket. It was a big <laughs> jacket. Um, 900 games, though, No, that's something. That's impressive. 40, like 45 years or something like that he's been doing? Is that right? Man, that's a lot. I don't know if it's that long, but I don't know another – like, I, he's had guys in and out of the booth with him, and he's been with other well, people. Well, he did but, color. Right, he did color way back when with Vern. Right, but I don't so know I don't him not being on the broadcast. Play. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. But his voice is—it's—it's it's been there my whole life that I remember anyway. It's amazing. Brett asked me yesterday how many OU games I've called now. It's one forty, one fifty, somewhere in there. I mean, think that's eleven years, TJ. 140, 150. I mean, that's a nice number. 900. Jiminy Christmas. I was thinking last night, though, I got to be around 1,000 total OU games now. Because it's 90 to 100 a year. It's right around 100. Oh, you're talking all sports, you're meaning? Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Football, basketball, baseball. It's right. It's depending on how we do in postseasons. It's in the neighborhood of 100 a year, but, and this is year 11, but last year was weird because we didn't have a baseball season. Or, yeah, 2020 was weird. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a baseball season. And I missed some, you know, a few basketball games with the back surgery thing. So I I don't know. I'd have to go back and figure it up close, but it's got to be pretty close. To right around or a little more than a thousand. I'm I'm right in the na- in the neighborhood of a thousand, but that's all sports. Man, what is he in his mid seventies, low seventies, maybe? Brad Sham, he's seventy something, right? He has to be to have been around that long. Um, yeah, he still sounds good. See what his exact age is here? He's walking the dog. He's got a good strong voice. He's sharp. He sounds good. Oh yeah, he's no uh, Deckerhofer or anything. Deckerhoffer, I listened to him yesterday. Yeah, 72 years old, Rad Sham. You know the difference between Sham and Deckerhoffer? What's that? It's Deckerhoff, by the way. Oh, you're going to have me. I'm going to call his name wrong to his face someday because <laughs> of you. You know the difference between Sham and Deckerhoff? 
Deckerhoff's team still in the playoffs? Oh. Because yeah. Tom Brady. Wow. Nothing because Deckerhoff did. Well, I'll be cheering for his guy the rest of the way. 900 games. Holy cow. I buried the lead, by the way. Uh, huge win for Leeds United yesterday morning over West Ham, yeah, TJ. 3-2. to two. <laughs> That's what Road you win. started the show with. Big upset victory for the men from Leeds yesterday, 3-2. to two. I had my scarf out, 8 o'clock in the morning start. That was a good one. I did have a couple of things happen recently. Uh, had a guy uh, you would appreciate, TJ, basketball game. Had a guy at TCU Saturday. Before the game, I am, uh, I mean, it's probably an hour out. I mean, there's not many fans there yet, maybe 45 minutes out. I'm down at my broadcast position, and I hear, I don't have my headset on, I hear my name being yelled behind me. And there's a guy who's trying to get down into the lower bowl. He's wearing an OU shirt, older man. And I can tell security has stopped him from coming down to the lower bowl. And he's trying to get my attention so that I will give him permission to come down to where we are. And so (laughs) he's saying, he won't let me down. I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I I, I don't know who this person is right now anyway. But I'm like, I told the security guard, it's fine. So the guy comes down and I go over and shake his hand. And he gives me this is my I hate this so much, TJ. I'm, ba- I'm really please do not do this to me. If we see each other in public or at Rudy's or whatever, he goes, "Do you remember me?" And then just stares at me. Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> we don't remember anything. We don't remember what we talked about on the show yesterday, much less people uh, that we haven't seen in a while. All I can do is disappoint at that point, right? I yes. mean, it's just like <laughs> that is right. the face looks familiar, but <sighs> I meet a lot of people, TJ, and I can't come up with who this person is. And I'm like, I give it the old, man, your face looks familiar. Help me out. I just feel like an idiot, TJ, I just because he knows. <laughs> I feel bad. He's he's so excited to talk to you. He's upset now. Right. I'm like, man, your face looks familiar. So it's Blake Kinsey's dad. Remember Blake Oh, okay. Kinsey? Yeah, he's up in Kansas now. Up in Kansas now, mm-hmm. former equipment uh, boss at OU. He's right. up in Kansas now. And I've met his dad before. But it's been a while, and still I don't, you know, I didn't. I didn't have it at the tip of my brain. I couldn't pull it off. And then we had a nice conversation about how Blake's doing all that kind of stuff. But I felt bad the rest of the day. I was like, man, don't play the do you know who I am game, please. I'm not going to – I'm going to miss it nine out of ten times. I'm just – Lon Kruger is the champion at that game. Lon remembers everybody's name he's ever met. Sometimes I forget my own family, TJ. Exactly, exactly. Barry Trammell's the same way. Does not forget a name. Uh, I've witnessed it firsthand. I'm like, I, I, I'm terrible with it. You can tell me your name, and three minutes later, I'm like, what was that guy's name? He just uh-huh. walked away. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Here's another thing that happened to me in Austin. 
So in Austin, some guy had uh, reached out to me before the game, went the spotter boards, and I said, sure. Come down after the game. When I'm in a break, uh, holler at me, and I'll give you the spotter boards. No problem. Love doing it. So we lose. We get trounced by Texas. You remember, TJ. Game's over. I'm in the postgame show. I'm on the air. I'm talking, okay? I'm on the air. And somebody's tapping me on the shoulder. (laughs) And I turn around, and this guy's talking to me. I can't hear him because I've got headphones on, and I'm actually broadcasting at the time. I'm going over stats or whatever I'm doing. And I, I'm, I like give him the hang on a second, you know. I give him the one finger, hang on a second thing. And I go back to doing what I'm doing. And I swear to you, TJ, he taps me on the shoulder again. <laughs> it's like, got to get out of here, traffic. <laughs> Can I have the spotter board? And I turn around. And I give him the one second. Now I'm a little irritated, you know. I give him the hang on a second sign. I'm on the air. Like, point to my microphone. I'm talking. I finish the segment, and I go to a break, and I turn on, I take my headset off, and I turn around. He goes, I'll take the spotter boards. <laughs> was it the I guy said, you had promised was, him to? Yeah. Oh, okay. I said, I was still on the air. He goes, oh, sorry, I didn't know. I'm amazed at how many people don't know (laughs) when you've got a headset on and you're talking. talking. (laughs) I know. It happens at remotes all the time. All the time. Anyway, I guy got his spotter boards and he left. He was, I guess, yeah, maybe he was in a hurry. I don't okay, know what's I got going a, on. Traffic, had, come on, Toby. Maybe the kid had a dead goldfish at the house and he had to get home to console him or oh, something. No. I don't know what's going on. 820, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you this hour brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Check them out for uh, copiers, fax, printers, scanners, document management, network solutions, so much more. RKBlack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. TJ, with my three kids, we've had three different aquariums, which each kid got uh, a smaller and smaller aquarium. They are way too much work. Good luck. They are they are a lot of work, I'm finding out. You should ask me about the aquarium. I know. I know. Kid got a four-wheeler. I didn't buy him the aquarium. Enough. I know, but you should have <laughs> put your foot down on the aquarium. I'm telling you, this is you're going to regret this. If you don't already. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, we'll see. Uh, let's talk about the players that are doing it for the love of the game, not necessarily money. Uh, like Evers and some others. Uh, listening from in, in Minneapolis uh, with their NIL talk. NIL talk. Hmm. Um, kind of got to talk about all of them, to be honest with you. Sorry. Yeah. And Evers is going to get some NIL if he becomes the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. 
This one says, got to get through the algae bloom. If fish are stressed because of water levels, they will jump out. Good luck. Perhaps that's where he's gone if he's disappeared, but there's a lid on the tank. So the only opening is a slight opening in the back where cords are running through and then right in the middle of the tank. So let's hope that he didn't jump out. What if you find him in the Lazy Boy with, like, a cigarette in his mouth and his legs crossed? Well, I hope so. Then I'm going to tell him, get back in the tank. Bronx was sad. (laughs) So I hope that's the case. You can't keep me contained, bub. Sooner men will defend home court but need to get mean. Get to be, need to be mean with him, push Comez to shove, but you beat the refs at game. Whoa, man. I don't know what's going push on. Push comes text. to shove. Push comes to shove. Okay. Push comes to Start shove. Over. Well, it comes is spelled with a Z and like the, the hen and I. Uh, we can do this. We can figure this test. out. Go back. Okay. But need to get mean with W hen push comes when with a Z push, to shove. Need to get mean when push comes to <laughs> shove. Okay. But you can't beat. Beat has a capital T, by the way. The refs at games in calling it, okay. games end when Bottom. calling fouls become very crucial and making right call period space by refs period space would be nice. There you go. So they, this person <laughs> feels like they got the short end of the whistle on right. Saturdays. What right. they're saying. Hard to win on the road. That's what I always say. That, uh, hard to win on the road. All right, let's take some phone calls. What do you say about that? Let's do that. Cheesehead, good morning. Cheesehead calling in from the great state of Iowa. Usually has nothing much to say. How you doing today, Cheese? Yeah. Hey, I'm doing all right. Uh, TJ, I'm like you. Somebody can tell me their name, and 30 seconds later, I'm like, look here, baby. What you say your name was again? Um, Shane. So uh, I'm like you, man. Anyway, I called this morning just to tell you guys uh, that I appreciate you. I appreciate waking up in the morning, listening to you, hearing your voices. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, just saying something nice this morning. So, wow. but Appreciate anyway, that. Wow. thank you, Cheesehead. Yeah, one more thing I'd like to say is, TJ, you know, I, I'm sorry, the Dallas Cowboys, your your Cowboys lost last, yesterday, last night, yesterday. I just want to say that um, ever since uh, Ezekiel Elliott got into that shuffle when he beat up that little guy, I've kind of been kind of rooting against him because. I just don't like bullies. I'm sorry. So again, I'm I'm sorry that your boys lost. Thank you, Cheesehead. Thank you, Cheesehead. Appreciate yeah, it. See you later, buddy. What's he talking let's about? Let's try. A, let's let's try Doc B here real quick. Doc, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning. How are we doing, Doc? What's our countdown at? Thirty-one days. What was it? Thirty-one days. Thirty-one days. Let me see here if that's right. The first game is February the 18th, TJ, 31 days away. Don't ever question Doc. He knows his math. Nailed it. That's right. He nailed it. All right, Doc, you got anything else for me today? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll see you at the ball yard. All right, I'll see you at the ball yard, Doc. Talk to you later. We're a month away, TJ. All right, let's get True Sooner in here quickly. We're on a roll today. Good morning, (laughs) True. I thought you said Doc D for a second. I was like, what does Doc D do? I haven't heard that that caller in 20 years. Uh-huh. I thought maybe yeah. he switched he switched to no you fan or something. But yeah. hey, I was wanting to know if I Doc. could get your spot if I could get your spotter boards. Sure. <laughs> I, 
I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I've seen your spotter boards on the internet, and I'm like, people are stealing your spotter board? I didn't know that that was a thing. It's like a rock star thing, right? Where the rock star flips his, his picks out to the crowd. You, you, you flick your spotter boards out there? Same exact same thing. thing. Same exact exactly thing, yes. Same. He's like a rock star. Mick Jagger. Flipping his yeah. picks out to the fans. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I can't remember names or faces. I see about 800 people day you know on my route and stuff and they'll walk up and, and what's crazy is if i don't have my uniform if i just have my normal clothes on you know not my uniform uh they won't recognize me i mean it's, it's hilarious yeah. i mean i'll walk up i'll walk up to people at walmart and say hey how's it going mr jones and he'll and they'll, they'll look at you like you got a leg growing out of your head or something uh yeah. but i i can't remember i can't remember names or faces or you know any of that stuff but i, I did have a question for you toby so Right. If, you, if you transform yourself back to the day Venables was hired, I, I'm curious because, you know, I'm on a lot of these Homer sites, and that's where I like to be at and all that, and I like to go to these different things and, and read about recruiting. And, you know, where would you put, on a scale of 1 to 10, are you are you as blown away by just the way that everything has, like, stayed together and, in fact, improved it seems like in some is, is that just the sites i'm reading i'm talking about recruiting and i'm talking about venables holding this whole thing together where yeah. would you put it i mean are you, are you are you as blown away as i am on this blown away and i'll address it on the other side of this break thanks for the call all right True. man appreciate it all right we'll, we'll talk about uh true's question when we come back Eight thirty-two on a monday morning it's the t-row in the morning show catch sports radio icon mike steely and 247 reporter Parker Thune. Weekdays from noon to 2 on the Steelman and Thune at Noon Show on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. MLK Day here on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I'm going to be out there Thursday this week. Is that right, TJ? Yes, the 20th, yeah. That is this uh, week. Afternoon. Be out there in the afternoon mm-hmm. with uh, Teddy and Tyler. OKC's Met- OKC Metro's exclusive dealer for CF Moto Power Sports Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Uh, True Sooner asked a question before the break. Are you shocked that Venables has been able to keep it together? Um, I would say pleased, not shocked. I mean, this is Oklahoma. I think sometimes we lose sight when we're in the middle of it of the prominence and the prestige and the power of University of Oklahoma and football. Oh, you football. Sometimes you have to go through something like this to be reminded of it, I guess. So, but I'm pleased. I mean, it could have gone poorly. I, I uh, I didn't think it was going to with, with Joe C. running the search, and uh, I thought they would get uh, a really good coach, and, and certainly Venables was number one on my list and on the on the top of everybody's list, it seemed like, in Oklahoma. So I was very pleased when they got Brent. I think you got to give a tremendous amount of credit to Bob Stoops. I think you got to give a tremendous amount of credit to Cale Gundy. The, those coaches... Even the ones that came back from USC that some of you got mad at that were that love this place and were determined to hold it together until the new staff could get in place. I mean, for Bob Stoops to go out on the road and recruit and hold the 
try to hold the uh, recruiting class together and all that kind of stuff was really amazing. A really amazing week in the history of Oklahoma football. The week between Lincoln Riley's surprising departure and when Brent Venables landed at the airport, that was one week. That was Sunday to Sunday. And that week in there will go down as one of the uh, most amazing weeks in the history of OU football because of what Bob Stoops did that step in and save the day. Um, so I'm pleased. Uh, there was really no doubt that Brent was going to put together a strong coaching staff, and he's done that. Uh, I have no doubt they're going to be able to recruit strongly, both now and certainly into the future. So am I shocked? No, I'm not shocked. I'm pleased. This is what you're supposed to do at OU. I mean, if you think to the equivalent programs out there, right, the peer programs to Oklahoma, if they lost a good coach, they're going to get a good coach because they can because they're Alabama or Notre Dame or USC or whatever. But they do miss. Oklahoma's missed in the past. Not much in the Joe C. era, but they've missed it in the 90s. So uh, it could have gone, you know, the wrong direction. But I'm pleased that it has gone as smoothly as it has. And there's been some guys that have departed. And there's been some recruits that have decided to go elsewhere. But there have been some that have come our way, too. And I have very little doubt at all that in the long run, Oklahoma is going to be as good, if not better, under Brent Venables and this staff than they were before. I'm not shocked either, um, but it is fun to see how much he's grown since he's left. Like mm-hmm. he's come back and embraced this in a way that I I wasn't sure about because Brent for years was a guy that was extremely satisfied with being a great defensive coordinator at great programs. There were always the questions of does he want to make that jump to being a head coach, and He's kind of a reserved, quiet guy. He's not a spotlight guy. And the way that he's come Off in. The field. Right. The way that he's come in and you see him doing some of the things that he's the moving in of the the players when they came back over the weekend was just awesome. And little Man, things like da- that just As much as we make fun of Dabo, mm-hmm. Working with Dabo is good for him. Uh, it it looks like it. It it really does. And Dabo's a good dude. It's uh it's definitely those are the small things that really stand out. I think to parents and probably former players as they're seeing him do some of the things that he's doing, and say, man, that's what makes a difference in a program. And I don't remember which parent it was. One of them tweeted out this weekend that how comfortable they were leaving their son in Brent Venable's hands after this weekend. And, you know, right. it, was, it was for what, a lot of what we saw this weekend when the staff's there ready to help out and they're carrying in TVs and boxes and and uh, helping those guys out in that cold weather. And that was a really cool thing. Yeah. I cannot wait to see how he – what Brent Venables is like as a head coach on the sidelines. Yeah, that we still don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, is he – does he still need a get-back coach? Is he still as 
animated, or does he dial that back some with the with the headset on that goes both ways? You know, maybe not. Maybe maybe he still is animated, but that'll be uh, very intriguing to see. So there you go. True. That's how I would uh, answer your question. Uh, I'm very happy. He's pleased as punch. I could not be happier. And I don't think the rest of the country gets it yet because they don't know Brent like we do. And they don't know the staff, and they just see all the departures and Caleb Williams and and, and Lincoln Riley is very highly thought of and all that kind of stuff. And they, they feel that Oklahoma football is taking a downturn here. And that's fine, and I get it. I understand it. I probably would too if I was a cursory follower of the program from a distance. But I think if you're in the inner circle or you're in the fan base and you know this program and this team as well as you do and have, that you are uh, pleased as punch, as TJ would say, at uh, <laughs> how everything has turned out. It really it's hard to imagine it could have gone better. Like, everybody you've wanted you wanted Venables, got him. You wanted Levy, got him. You wanted Todd Bates. Uh, looks like we're not going to get him. Nope, got him. <laughs> right? The only question is Ted Roof. That's the only question there <laughs> that kind of everybody went, ah, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's the one guy that's got to earn his, you know, win some people over. But other than that, uh, they, they, it's been uh, – it's been pretty impressive. All right, 847. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Monday show when we come back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, let's wrap it up. Toby and TJ back with you. We are joined now by Chris Plank for the crossover. Crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Plank, good morning. I'm pleased as punch. Is that the analogy for today, Toby? Pleased That's as right. punch. That's right. Pleased so, as punch. What you were just talking about is is a fascinating conversation to be had because there aren't and and this isn't like, hey, I did this, but you know the ESPNU shows that I do and the Fox Sports Radio shows, the Mad Dog, they don't get it. They don't get the excitement for a defensive coordinator coming in to take over for Lincoln Riley. It's mm-hmm. and, and, and how people will sit here and think, I feel like we're better off, right? Because in their mind, oh, Lincoln was OU football, and he's a rock star, and he left, and Caleb Williams, Mario Williams, and uh, what's Bruce? A bunch of people are going to follow Caleb wherever he goes. I, I don't, I told me you hit something on the head that, again, I don't really know if we can truly quantify or not. I, I think part of it is there's not a lot of people that dig deep into the ties between successful coordinators, the places they were, and kind of their, their their place in the coaching world. And then, of course, part of it is just maybe the, the expectations of what Lincoln's going to do at USC. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's been a, I don't know if a fight is the word, but a fascinating fight that I feel like I have when conversing about the future of OU football. Well, but, one, who cares? No, right? I agree. Like, I agree. It's just I have hours him, of radio to fill, so that's part of it. No, no, no. I got you. I'm just saying, if you like, if you're a Sooner fan, like, don't exactly don't kill yourself over needing the approval of the national pundits. 
it ain't coming. Like, just go go win football games, you know? I mean, who cares? <laughs> um, two, it makes sense. I mean, if sure. un- unless you are a diehard follower of the sport, you know who Brent Venables is, but True. that's it. I mean, you, you've heard the name, right? Maybe you've heard the name Jeff Levy. Maybe not. I mean, there's probably some people that follow the sport pretty closely that, like, where's he? Was he the guy at Ole Miss? You know, <laughs> nothing about what kind of offenses he runs or anything like that. It's certainly the rest of the coaching staff is a mystery. But So I get it to some extent. It's not a flashy name, and it's not, uh, it's not flashy. But, man, if you're an Oklahoma fan and you've been frustrated with the defense that's been played around here the last few years and you've been watching Brent Venables from afar and you know Jeff Levy and some of these other hires that have been made, I also get it why they're so excited. So uh, the proof is in the pudding. I'll drop another uh, line. Ooh, pudding a punch, man. that. you got to go win games. It's all fun and games until you lose – you know, to someone that the fan base doesn't want you to lose to, and then it's you know it's time to throw the uh, baby, baby out, out with the bathwater. Bath oh, we're all over it. More analogies. <laughs> More analogies. <laughs> I I love it. And what, what's the great another Mike Tyson? A great Mike Tyson line. Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. So right. we're 229 right. days, nine projected hours, three minutes and 40 seconds to kick off of the 22 season. I think uh, all of this was started by Dave Hunsiker at 6.01 this morning with Iron Private. So, Ooh, I missed that. Hang on, I got it. I got I to gotta plug my phone back in. Hang on, just a second, hang on. <laughs> you got to hear this call. This was Dave's final call. Nobody surprises me more than mild and meek Dave Hunsiker once in a while. This was his final call from OSU on uh, Saturday, beating Baylor, okay? Huh. Jays have beaten the number one ranked team in the AP poll on the road. It's never been done before. Iron Privates for the Cowboys. What a victory. Unbelievable. 61-54 over the Baylor Bears. Not that, man. Huh? Iron Privates for the Cowboys. Is <laughs> <laughs> Is that a phrase? I thought it was brass, you know what. That's what I always thought it was, you know what, of brass, but right. iron, iron, okay. Have we have we done the old, I'll Google on the work computer. I, I was saying, I've never heard <laughs> that phrase before. I don't think you could look that up. So, I, don't, yeah. I don't think you looked that don't, up. Don't look that up, Don't look that up. I'll pull out my laptop and do don't it. Don't use it in softball either, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's that's not going to be used in softball. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird That's conference a this conference is in basketball. I mean, I thought West Virginia was getting ready I to. I think they all may end up nine and nine. I, I think every team may go nine and nine. I I thought West Virginia was getting ready to run Kansas out of the gym in the first ten minutes of that game, and then I kind of got away from it a little bit because I was watching Raiders pregame, and the next thing I know, Kansas is up by twenty. Right? Is this what TCU? Yeah. Who's the best team in this league? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, right? TJ? Baylor's lost back-to-back games now. Um, You could change your mind. I think right now, Kansas. Who's the worst team in this league? <laughs> Kansas State. Kansas State, and they're not bad, yeah. And they just beat Texas Tech. It's unbelievable. I think you probably have answered both questions correctly. But 
like if K State played Kansas today in Manhattan. Oh, I wouldn't be I shocked. Would if, be shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if the Wildcats won. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What a year. What's the spread tomorrow, Chris? OU Kansas. Um. Oh gosh, that's a great one. I haven't seen the official number, but I would probably say I haven't either. I would probably say Kansas by like six and a half, maybe. Let's see here if I can find that's it. What in the next TJ 30s. said seven. Oh, okay. TJ said seven. I said like four and a half. I didn't know if it'd be that high since the game's in Norman, but maybe, maybe that that back to back OU losses may uh, color that by a point or that's two. That's a good so. point. Do you find it? I did not. There's no spreads up for tomorrow's game at all at scores yeah, and odds. Sometimes it's game day on college. Huh. By the way, it's MLK day, so we got daytime hoops today. That's right, and hockey. Like 11 a.m., you got Purdue at Illinois, so that's pretty good. Let's go. Chris, have a great show today. Toby, have a great day, man. Plank Show coming your way next. Thanks to you fine folks for listening today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody.